What is up, brothers and sisters? Welcome to the Mitch Gray Show. Thank you for checking us out once again. Make sure you subscribe to the show if you haven't yet. Uh, the Mitch Gray Show, anywhere you listen to podcasts, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel to get the video versions of the show. That's Mitch Gray Media on YouTube. And as I promised earlier in the year, 2020, and all of its craziness is about having guests on the show. This is, I think, our fifth year doing the podcast, and I've not had a lot of guests before now, but we've done it. It's, it's May, and all we've had is guests every single week, and so it's been fun. And today, I have an awesome guest with me. We have been trying to get her on the show for like two and a half months now, and life happens and coronavirus appears and craziness ensues but we're here today uh Alyssa lynn welcome to the mitch gray show hi thanks for having me you are welcome i feel like you're sitting outside am i right i am yes you are okay so friends if you hear any awesome sounds of nature or uh cars driving by right yes right that's okay but we love the sound of rain so yeah i'm glad you're sitting outside front porch back porch side porch where are you sitting front porch front porch front porch so do you have a really nice view you got to kind of kind of our, our listeners um digitally uh, or an audio can't they can't see what's happening so it will do me no good to have you turn your camera around so yep. you're 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 a, you're a writer and an artist paint the picture for us what do you see right now in the middle of the woods actually in the middle of nowhere <laughs> so all around me is a bunch of trees except for the road that's in front of me and on the other side of the road is some more trees <laughs> i have to say that's about the best picture you could have right now i would love to be sitting in your chair right now just looking at the trees that would be epic yep you're far away from craziness yes right now. <laughs> yes yes and it's it's so beautiful to be in nature so um, and the part of the country that you're in, I know is beautiful because I've been in that area before and it's amazing. So good. Well, congrats. We could just stop the show there and it'd be good enough that you're just sitting on your front porch. But I have to ask, please tell me, are you drinking lemonade? I'm not. Oh, that's the only yeah, thing. That, <laughs> yes, that's the only thing that might make that better is if you were drinking lemonade. Well, Alyssa, thanks for being on the Mitch Gray show. Um, for those of you that don't know about Alyssa, she is an up-and-coming country music, I'm going to say it, star, because that's what's going to happen to her in her life. Um, Alyssa's been playing music for a while. She's a, she's a writer. Um, she, do you just have one song out, or do you have multiple songs? I can't remember. I have had three singles, but I have a EP that's available everywhere you can get music that's right i knew about the ep and forgot about it so three singles and an ep and it's um Alyssa, yeah. Alyssa lynn music um anywhere you can find music her music is out there she's very very good but the best thing about Alyssa's life right now is like so many 18 year old seniors in america her senior year has been so interrupted by this craziness. So tell me, we'll get to the music in a little bit. Let's talk about what's really happening. How has it been? How are you dealing with all of this? What this whole new experience? It's, it's definitely been completely different than what I would have thought my senior year would be three, four years ago when I first started high school. So, I mean, I've been doing online school for the past, like, three years so the online portion and the being at home and stuff isn't new right so i mean it was it was easier to 
be able to adjust to. Um, but then again, I also finished all of my classes this year right when this virus first started. Mm. So I, I finished pretty much before all the craziness happened. But the funny thing is, is that when I transferred over to online stuff, I transferred over 10th grade. So all the way up to ninth grade, I was in public school. In ninth, in ninth grade, my first year of high school, I was like, you know, doing stuff with friends and, and everything else. And then I, I moved and then I switched over to the online stuff. And I'm like, well, at least I get to go back senior year for my prom and my graduation and I get to see all my friends yes. and I get to graduate with everybody and then here we are. Little <laughs> did you know, right? Little yep. did you know. So no prom, no prom, probably an adjusted graduation ceremony, right? Yep. Yeah, that's going to be strange. So yeah, it's just such an interesting time to be alive. So it's impacted your experiences your senior year. How has all this impacted your, your music? Like what's kind of going on with all of that? So it's obviously not, it's obviously hard to um, write normally how I do because I, I love writing with people. I'd rather co-write and write with people than by myself. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's been a little harder to write with people because over video chat and zoom and skype is a lot different right so that but also like i can't go to radio stations i can't play anywhere yeah. so it's been it's been difficult to try to expand in different places and travel for stuff yeah but i've been doing a lot of writing over zoom and all that so I've been I've been getting some good songs in my repertoire that I'm actually really excited about. So, um, do we get a sneak peek at all? I can give you. <laughs> you can say no. It's okay. <laughs> I did not prepare you for that question. <laughs> I can. Okay, I actually can tell you a title of the most recent one I wrote Ooh, yes. that I'm actually really really excited about. Yes, tell us. It's called "Never Gone Memory." Never Gone Memory. Okay. Yes. Nice title. So have you recorded that one yet, or is that a future recording? It is definitely a future recording. Okay. And there, my friends, nature. is our first sign of nature. I love it. I love it. I love it. Future Never Gone Memory. Okay, we'll keep, we'll keep that. All, everyone that's listening to the show, just put a note in their phone that when Alyssa's song, Never Gone Memory, comes out, everyone's going to download it. So see, you kind of you kind of actually did some marketing there without even knowing yes. it. That, yes. that hopefully you've already got like 300 downloads just ready to go. So right now. yes, yep. yes. So, so we will be waiting patiently um, for that. Well, thank you for sharing that. So let's, uh, let's rewind pre-COVID-19. Um, and I know just from following you on social media, you were pretty active um, trying to build your brand and your music. What were some of the things you were doing before all this kind of put everything on pause? Yeah, so I was doing a lot of, of writing with um, different people and, and starting to record and, and meeting with um, different people for, for venues and festivals mm -hmm. and to be able to play places and um, just... Uh, getting my name out there more, not in just the Tennessee area, but in different states mm -hmm. too. So before all this, I was, I was working on getting up a tour and releasing new music.
music and stuff like that to expand, especially since I knew that I was going to be finished with school early this year, so I could right. focus a little bit more on music and traveling and in the summer and everything like that too. So, so what were some of the type venues you were playing? Were you doing um, were you doing many concerts? Were you doing like radio stations? What were you kind of hitting the most of? Mostly radio this past yeah. fall before the holidays came and, and then the new year I did a lot of a lot of radio stuff um, to plan for um, tour dates and venues mm. to go play at for this year in those same areas of where I went to radio stations. Right, right. So kind of just setting so, that marketing plan. Yeah, you can you can you can yep. appear on the radio, get some radio play, come back and play shows. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. So what does it look like moving forward? You've obviously, I think you said you were moving into the holidays, obviously in the music world and in a lot of situations, the holidays kind of pause everything and then all this happens. Yeah. So you're writing, are you getting ready to record some stuff? Or are you getting, what's kind of the next plan since you can't really tour, you know, probably for a little while? What does that look like? Yeah. Uh, definitely a lot of writing, yeah. a lot of co-writing, writing with different people. Um, I've, uh, I've actually got um, a couple friends that have invited me to do, like, collab lives with them mm -hmm. on, like, Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that mm -hmm. um, that I've been doing and that I'm going to be doing. So there's uh, just trying to be a little bit more active on the Internet. It's hard to do when you can't do anything. Right. And it's really hard to, like, try to be out there and tell everybody what you're doing when yeah. everybody's doing nothing <laughs> yes yeah it so. is and, and i've seen some creative musicians that are doing um obviously at home type stuff um yeah. even a lot of big time artists that are kind of doing just little private type concerts but it is everyone's having to get really creative the benefit to it is you have a kind of a captive audience because most people are at home doing nothing and so yeah. um so yeah that's that's a possibility for some things so let's talk about, we've kind of talked about what you were doing before, what you're doing now, what you're hopefully going to be doing after, but let's go way back. When did you, um, when did you fall in love with music? When did you kind of decide, hey, this is kind of a cool thing I can do? Yeah, uh, so I tell everybody that I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. I lived there the longest period of time yeah. out of the years. Um, and every Saturday, there there was this uh, place called Karaoke Cafe, and every Saturday, my parents and I would go, and my parents' friends, and we'd do karaoke, and I would see all these other people, and then my mom would sing karaoke here and there, and I was like, well, I want to do it. Mm -hmm. So, of course, my five-year-old self sang Taylor Swift and Hannah Montana. Of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> uh, every Saturday... If someone heard Hey Montana, they're like, oh, Alyssa's here. <laughs> awesome. So I I started singing in front of people at a really young age yeah. because a lot of people would come to, to that specific cafe because it was, like, the best karaoke place over there. Right. So I started singing in front of people when I was really young. So I've been used to singing in front of people because... A lot of times people ask me if I get stage fright, and I'm like, whoa, I've been doing it for a long time, so <laughs> not really. Right. Uh, I get really nervous sometimes, though, but it's more like 
like butterflies than it is nerves. Mm -hmm. So I get more excited. But and then I I started playing guitar when I was uh, ten years old. Um, uh, my family is very musical. Okay. Uh, my mom sings. My dad used to sing in a uh, high school choir. Um, my great grandmother is one of thirteen kids. Wow. And yeah. Wow. <laughs> and all of her siblings plays an instrument except for her. Okay. So my 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 uncles play guitar and and then a couple of their kids play guitar and I am actually very proud of this because I think I'm like the there's only three of us in my generation that actually play an instrument, but I'm the only girl in the family that even plays at all. Nice. Nice. So. Yeah, nice. Now, do you only play guitar or do you play other instruments? I play I play guitar. I play a little bit of ukulele, but my main instrument's guitar. Guitar, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. So when did you decide, I'm really going to, going to do music? Like, like you fell in love with it as a kid at five doing karaoke with your mom, and then at 10 you picked up a guitar. But when did you decide, okay, this is what I really want, want to, to try and do with my life? I was I was 14 years old. I I was turning 15 in a couple months. I did my very first competition, playing in front of judges and getting like actual feedback from things to help me besides just playing for my family. Right now, was that like at school or at like a fair or where was that competition? It was at um, it was at this like little convention center thing. Right. It was like a, a singers rising star okay. some kind yeah. of competition thing yeah um yeah so i mean i actually didn't go through at all but it was really cool to experience it and then watch other people that was that were there and the judges and stuff like that and then i started to do more competitions and then i was like well now i want to go do like writers rounds when i started going back and forth to nashville right. um when i was 15 16 years old i was going back and forth and I did writers rounds and all this, and then I started doing shows that were like full sets and stuff, right. and then it kind of went further from there. But yeah, I was I was fourteen, and I was like, oh. I like this, <laughs> but I also right. could get paid for this. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so for the for our listeners that don't know and that aren't writers, explain to us what a writers round is. So a lot of places in Nashville or I mean anywhere mm -hmm. but mainly in Nashville you go to a restaurant or a bar or something like that and they have a stage and there's usually between three and five chairs that everybody these people come and sit on and you go down the line everyone sings an original song that mm -hmm. they wrote mm -hmm. and it just goes around in a circle once or twice so writers round yeah it's literally what it says it's a round yeah. of riders. Like, it's literally what it's... Yeah. 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 literally go around in a circle. Right. And you yeah. Songs that you've written. Yes. So, tell me about that experience. First of all, where there are some really, really well-known places in Nashville for riders rounds. Like, like if you just Google riders rounds in Nashville, the top four or five, it's not just people, you know, that, that just write songs. I mean, you're getting people that show up there. In fact, riders rounds in Nashville are very well-known for famous artists to go try out new stuff or it's yeah, very well yes Whoa. yep or for songwriters that you know people that may not be playing their music they just want to write and sell their songs they often sell songs at writers rounds and so 
now that people know that a rider's round in Nashville is not just people sitting around at Christmas time. It's like you yeah. never know who you're going to see or meet or who's in the audience. So tell me some of your favorite moments. Let's start there. What are your favorite moments you've had at a rider's round experience? And then tell me maybe a place or two you've actually done, done a rider's round. riders rounds in general is that um afterwards you get to meet all the other riders too mm -hmm. but you also meet everybody there that's there just to listen to music so i've actually met a couple people that were writers that i've actually that i wrote with afterwards and we've gotten some really great songs so i love yeah. writing with new people and meeting people at riders rounds um but one of my favorite experiences was it was an it wasn't actually writers it was kind of a writers round but um, Monday nights, the Bluebird Cafe mm -hmm. does Writers' Night. Yes. So everyone individually goes up and plays a song individually, and then they sit back down, and then another song by the next person. And um, I have a song um, on my EP, which is called My Home, and the song that I'm talking about is actually My Home. It's about, like, how I've moved and, and all that over the years, and I actually had someone in the that was there just listening to music that's actually in the military and um, she really connected to it and she told me like how much she absolutely loved the song and she like really felt like emotional to it and a lot of people do ask me if my dad was in the military and he isn't right right which is which makes it the song even better because not only do a, like a lot of military people relate to it but anybody in general that's moved from one spot to another more than once or didn't have like a childhood home mm -hmm. or anything like that like my best friend she has this um this uh door uh frame and she actually has marks of her and her mm -hmm. sister of like their height and everything and i'm like i think i've lived in like 12 houses <laughs> over the span of yeah. 18 years yeah so <laughs> yeah that doesn't exist but, in your world yes no. yes yeah but that is special yeah yeah, yeah. Yes, I would say um, th that's a really, it's a really cool experience to, to write a song, present it to an audience, and someone definitely connecting to it. Um, last week, on, on next week, next week's episode of the show, um, actually I take that back, it'll be this, week, this week's episode. Um, I get confused because I do the interview and then release the show, and last, last week I did three interviews, and so I'm like, I don't remember when they're releasing. It'll be this week's episode of an interview I did last week of Will Bannister, which uh, Will Bannister is a, uh, a really, really strong up-and-coming uh, country artist. And we were talking about the same thing, about how it's just as a, as a creator and an artist and a writer, when you play your song and you look out and either people are singing it or someone comes up to you afterwards and talks about how they connected to it, or you release the song and someone sends you a message and tells you what it meant to them. Like, that's really the reason you write. You write so that there's human connection. And that's, that's amazing to me. I started writing when I was 12. Um, and so it's amazing to me that you started writing that young. And then even, even, you know, a few years later after you start writing, you're already presenting it to the world and people are really responding. And so... Um, yeah, that's, that's a really cool experience. It's a really cool experience and it's both humbling and you're grateful and humbled, but you're also like your adrenaline goes up because you're like, okay, yeah. if I did it once, I can do it again. And so it really, yeah. it feel like feeds your soul, but you're also humbled and grateful that someone really connected to, 
the way I describe art is that you're taking your soul and presenting it to the world. And there's, there's no other, there's no other career path outside of art, whether it's music or painting or writing or whatever, that you're literally just taking your soul and going here world, either accept me or reject me. <laughs> and it's, um, it's a really cool thing when that happens. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. So, um, it, are, are writers rounds something you'll maybe do more of in the future? I mean, obviously it's a great networking tool. Um, is that something that you think you can see more in your future since you are, you know, kind of around the Nashville area or getting in, you know, involved in that? What do you, what do you think you see yourself doing there? Um, I definitely see myself doing them still mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to, because I've done them a lot, mm. so I want to, like, my main focus is going to try to expand outside of Nashville yeah. and outside of Tennessee yeah. and go to surrounding states and and everything else. But for sure, I definitely will still do Songwriter Rounds because that's where I started. Yeah, yeah. So you've toured a little bit in the past. Um, obviously, you're, you're kind of laying your foundation, getting going. Um, I'm assuming you've probably done some opening acts. Is that correct? Yes. So tell the people, who are some people you've, you've opened for in the past? I have opened up for Drake White, Montgomery Gentry twice, and John Michael Montgomery. Yeah. Which was really fun. <laughs> yeah. How, how were those experiences? I mean, those are some, you know, those are some big names. So congratulations, yes. first of all. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, how were those experiences? What did you learn from them? What did you, uh, what are you going to hang on? What memories do you have of them? It was, it was so cool because they were all in summer, right? Because yeah. most people have concerts and go to concerts in the summer. And they were at, at like festivals and stuff in like these little towns. And, um, these these people that like I opened up for and the um, the other openers that were there too, mm -hmm. they were all so welcoming yeah. to what was going on and everyone there that was planning the events like all the the venue and the staff working at the venue they were all very very sweet and welcoming too and um, I remember I did a a show where I opened up for Drake White in Kansas. And there were so many kids at that one. Yeah. There were so many kids everywhere. And my favorite part of that entire show is they're not afraid of literally anything. Right, right. So all of them will gather around right in the front, and they'll just start dancing. Yes. It's the cutest <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, how is, playing, how is playing live for you? Like, what, what is that? Uh, you know, a lot of people are... You, you kind of have people that are writers, you have people that are performers, you have people that are both. So how is playing live for you? What, is that, uh, what does that mean to you? I love playing live. Yeah. Um, I've, over the, when I did those shows, when I opened up, I played myself. I accompanied myself. It was just me and my guitar. So that does have limits sometimes mm -hmm. when it comes to performing mm -hmm. certain things. But, I mean, I had fun and I got great feedback from it. So in the future, I'm definitely going to be touring and playing at venues with a band, which I'm going to be really excited yes, about. Yes, yes, So because playing with a band and playing solo is completely different. Yes, very So different. I'm excited yeah. to 
play with a band and actually like get more into like mm -hmm. the entertaining side of mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. um, I love my guitar, so it's kind of hard to put it down, but... <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, playing with a band, the energy is just different. Very, very different. Yeah, yeah very, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Yeah, good. I, I've, I've played with a, a small... Um, like house band at a venue one time and it was super fun and I've rehearsed with a full band yeah. before and when I recorded my EP I was in the studio with the band and stuff and I was right there and um, just being being around a band mm -hmm. in general is really fun yeah 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 that's cool um, let's talk about writing what is your favorite song you've ever written oh man <laughs> <laughs> there's so many <laughs> oh I gotta say though that the song that we were talking about earlier the Never Gone Memory mm -hmm. is probably my favorite right now ne because of everything in it right how new is that one is it is it really new uh, yeah I wrote it last month nice Nice. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. So we're all still expecting that song. We've been made, waiting for yes. 10 minutes and it's not out <laughs> yet. So we're still expecting that song. Um, what is, uh, when, when you write a song, um, where do you start? Do you start with a melody? Do you start with an idea? Do you start with the lyrics? What's kind of your writing style? It's backwards and forwards and so different yeah. um, I I start with an idea yeah. um, I'm definitely a words person okay. more than anything that's why I love co-writing with people because um, the words and the lyrics is my strong suit mm -hmm. over melodies mm -hmm. um, so I love writing with someone because um, they they we get this melody going in this feel and then I'd be like okay well which one of my ideas can I fit with how this feels right and then I go with words through there and, and other stuff and and as we we write through the song then I can pick different parts where I want to change melodically how it goes or how how I would sing it or certain things like that right. so I mean I'm more of a words person but when it comes to the whole to the thing as a whole I mean I I uh, love to put my own spin on different melodies than what other people come up with when when we get something going. Right, right. <laughs> but has it been how different has it been writing with others versus writing by yourself? Oh, it's. I think it's completely different. Yeah. Like yeah. It, the, the whole feeling of it is so different because writing with someone, you can have an idea and then you can bounce back ideas until you get the absolute best line you can get rather than with yourself you're trying to compete with what you already have yourself and you don't have any other different perspectives coming into what you already have right so i think writing by myself is definitely a lot harder um i've written some songs by myself but they're they're more like the emotional like heartfelt ones that not in, not somebody else could say right because right. of what it means and stuff yeah, so yeah that's cool so you're as we said before you're 18 senior in high school what is it like to try and balance um 
balance the idea of saying, I want to chase this dream. This is what I want to do. And being, you know, now you're a teenager moving into adulthood. But what has it been to try and balance all of that? It's definitely been trying to do to do school and then doing shows in the past and doing school on the weekends because I have a show on a Thursday or a Friday or I have a rehearsal on Wednesday. So I have to do schoolwork on Saturday or Sunday, which is not normally what teenagers do. And I actually, my 10th grade, uh, 10th and kind of half of 11th, I did school during the summer, which sucks. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But huh. then again, I was able to pack up and go do whatever show I wanted whenever. Right. So it was really nice to be able to do that. But going into, and it's even weirder too, because going into this adulthood of me being done with school and stuff at the same time as all the craziness with what's going on now, yes. it's just been yes. at a halt of everything's not happening. Yes. So it's been crazy. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about all that craziness? Okay, two, two questions. Number one, what's your favorite thing? And number two, what's your least favorite thing? So my favorite thing is even like doing a lot of this stuff and being stuck, like being based out of Nashville, mm -hmm. my dad still moves here and there for work. Mm -hmm. So I've actually been able to see my dad a lot mm -hmm. recently because he's been at home and I've been able to see like family more now than I have before. Um, my least favorite thing is that I can't go and play anywhere. I can't even, even not music related, I can't go and see friends. Right, right, right. So that's been difficult. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this. Um, before the show, you and I were talking about how um, it's it's interesting that sometimes as adults, parents, teachers, whoever, we tell young people, especially creative people, well, you know, life has to be lived this way, or this is the path that you need to take, whether it's going to college or finding a traditional career or whatever that is. So let's talk about, you started at, you know, a, a pretty young age going, this is what I want to do. How has it been as a young person trying to protect your dream from others telling you no 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 you should do it this way and what are some things you've done to kind of keep that dream alive and and kind of keep you know hope because sometimes it can get frustrating um it can oh, get frustrating yeah. booking shows it can get frustrating when you don't have the the response that you really want so how's that been as a teenager trying to say no this is my dream i'm going to protect this dream this is the direction i'm going and then what are some of those frustrations that you have faced, those challenges that you've faced that you would want to share with someone? If you were sitting across from 15-year-old self and you were like, okay, yeah. in the last three or four years, this is what I would have done differently. What are some of those kind of protections that you've had and then, and then frustrations? So a lot of things that were like, I guess, frustrating was my age I wasn't able to do certain things right. like I can't play certain places because mm -hmm. you can at the age of 15 and stuff like that. So it was very hard to try to get, be able to get out there because they're like, as a new artist, you need to get out and put your name out there. But then they're also like, but 
You can't go anywhere. You can't play anywhere. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> right. But then the places that I were I was able to play at, um, people would come up to me and tell me that they really liked a, a song and they'd tell me their story as to why and and people would get like a connection with songs and or the way my voice sounds or like uh, talking talking to them and how hi, uh, I'm as a person or seeing kids and certain stuff like that yeah. and hearing other people's stories of things and I'm like okay this is why I love doing this yes. like it, it's, a, it's a great reminder as to to keep pushing and keep going to the same venues mm -hmm. that I've been going even if I since I can't go to the other ones and do all that but when this craziness is over i can play anywhere yeah yep there you go there you go um so let's talk about playing anywhere if i could say to you um in 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 the next 10 years you'll be able to play anywhere you want where would your top two venues be and if you don't say one of the ones i'm thinking of then we're gonna have to have a conversation for sure, the Opry, obviously. Yeah, yeah, that's where I was going. <laughs> I was like, if she doesn't say that, we have a problem. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, I definitely want to want to play at the Opry for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know. I really like outside. Okay. Like the like big outside venues. Mm -hmm. Um, there's one, uh, in Ohio. It's the, um, it's called the Blossom. It's like mm -hmm. Akron Canton area. It's huge outside yeah. um, stage so I really I really want to do a lot of outside yeah. like big things like so that way like if people can't get it like a seat there's they can stand or there's the ground right. people pull up their vehicles and they sit on the back of their truck and stuff like that I think that would, is like a really cool setting yeah. to me yeah. one of my favorite venues that I've always dreamed of being able to play at is the Red Rocks that would be okay. yeah if you haven't ever seen it it's amazing um yeah but the same outdoor venue the outdoor venues are just are, are really cool so yeah if you didn't say the opera i was gonna be like okay girl we gotta talk because yep, yep. you can't be wanting to get 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 there and cut your music and not have that yep. as your number one venue so, yeah. so that's cool um so what's next for you if we're looking you know five years down the road what what where do you see yourself want to I just want to be able to put out the music that I feel is best connected with not only me but yeah. everyone that listens to me and go play at these places around the United States and just travel mm -hmm. and play my music and people like it so yeah yeah that's the ultimate thing right yeah if you were to talk to someone that's your age and you were to, you know, they, they, they told you, hey, there's something I really want to do in life. What's maybe your best piece of advice? Maybe something you've learned or something that you already knew that you've seen kind of come true. What's kind of the, the best piece of advice you would give that person? Uh, I would say that, you know, definitely work hard, mm -hmm. um, as cliche as that sounds. Um, but don't work too hard and then miss out on being a teenager and teenage life and stuff like that because a lot of the things that I write about or songs that I have are things that have happened right. with different experiences so if 
you get sucked into too much of the work and you miss out on those um, those opportunities and those those activities as a teenager, then you don't have things to be able to connect with your audience with. Right, right, yeah. So that's a big, that, that's something I definitely learned. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So why country music? Well, I mean, I'm from the South, so that has a little thing to do with <laughs> okay. it. Okay. <laughs> but I, I, was, I was raised on country. Yeah. For sure. So I love country music. Yeah. Um, I love all genres. I love <laughs> truck going by. <laughs> it's okay. We'll cut that out later. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love. I love country music. Yeah. Um, I love pop music. I love southern rock music. I love rock music. I love all music. And when I write and when I when I go in the studio and work with producers and stuff, we pull little things from all these different right. like people I'm influenced by, but that's not only country, but other genres or other artists in yeah. general. Um, but I don't know. I just, I like the, at the end of the day, I just love the way country sounds yeah. better. Yeah, that's who you are. And that's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Who's your favorite artist right now? Oh my gosh. I have to say Maren Morris. I really okay. love her stuff. Yeah. 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 She's really exploded over the last couple of years. Like it's. Oh Yeah. It's been been crazy, so it's been fun to watch. Well, cool. Yeah, I love her, and I also love Lauren Elena because I mm -hmm. actually followed Lauren Elena through her career since she was on Idol. Right. So it's been fun to see her, like, go up and then go down just a little bit, and then like, boom, here she yeah, is. Yeah, come back. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's and both both of them have kind of had a similar trajectory really over the last couple yeah. of years. It's been. Um, and they're kind of now at the point that they're getting to that, that level that um, is insanely sustainable as far as a music career. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Alyssa, we have something we do um, at the end of each show. I ask five questions. And you can only give a one-word answer. And, uh, and you have to answer. There, there are no, like, you can't you can't just hang up on me and leave like you have to answer <laughs> that's the okay. deal okay, okay so um regarding books do you prefer digital or paperback paper pa nice um coffee or tea tea what's one guilty pleasure that you have crocheting really yeah <laughs> Okay, who taught you how to crochet? My grandmother. Okay, so what are some things you've crocheted? Like this just kind of astounded me. Like it's like I would have told you if you would have told me I'm gonna interview an 18 year old senior in high school and her guilty pleasure is crocheting, I would be like, no way. Oh man, it gets people every time. <laughs> what are some things you've made? little blankets for um a couple babies in the family some cousins i've made some blankets for toddlers so just a bigger blanket right um, right and i've made like little uh house slippers um and like koozies koozies are really easy like put your can in look at you okay okay crochet queen <laughs> all right nice I have to give you, I have to give you uh, like credit because that's probably the best guilty pleasure answer I've had so far. 
That's awesome. Okay. Um, what's one thing you cannot live without? My guitar. Your guitar? Yeah, I had a gut feeling you were going to say that. And your favorite season of the year, of the weather, like the year. What's your favorite season? Fall. Fall? Yeah. 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 And falls in Tennessee are beautiful. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful. Cool. Um, Alyssa, anything else you want to tell the people? Oh, I, I have something else I wanted to uh, ask. If Where can they find, like, say someone's listening and goes, yeah, once all this craziness is over, we would love to book Alyssa. Where would they go to contact you, book book you for a show? What does that look like? My website would be the easiest. It's alyssalinmusic.com. Okay. And any way to contact me is in the right-hand corner. Cool. So go to alyssalinmusic.com and go find her. Yeah, book her for a show. That'd be awesome. Make sure you yes. follow Alyssa on Instagram, the Alyssa Lynn Music. So I'm going to spell that for you, the, T-H-E. Um, Alyssa is A-L-Y-S-S-A. Lynn is L-Y-N-N. And then Music. So follow her on Instagram, the Alyssa Lynn Music. Uh, she's a great follow, puts up cool stuff like fishing and um, playing around on the farm and, of course, music. So, yes. see, I do pay attention. I do pay attention. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Alyssa's a great follow and please go download her music, Alyssa Lynn music, anywhere you listen to music, she's got some really, really cool stuff out there. And another 15, 20 minutes has gone by Alyssa and that new single is not out. We are really disappointed. So you better, we're waiting. We're waiting. We've already got, oh, now we're up to 500 people that want to make sure they download that song when you, so yeah, we're, we're awaiting that. Um, cool. Any last thing you want to tell the people, Alyssa, before we finish up the show? some new music because yeah. it's gonna be I, i'm getting i'm getting a lot of it yeah nice 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 home. yeah build that music bank up so when you get ready to record yes. it's ready to go okay follow this on instagram Alyssa and music follow us on instagram m gray media make sure you subscribe to the mitch gray show and our youtube channel channel but bleh, can't talk mitch gray media on youtube and uh yeah i hope everyone is safe and happy and i hope you've enjoyed this interview with Alyssa. please go download her music and Alyssa, hang on the line. We'll talk for a second. Brothers and sisters, uh, please have a great day, and we will talk to you next week.